Hey guys, this has been Queen Queen Vince. Just to let you know, um, I had got me a new cash out because I don't know what happened, how they, whatever they did, what they did. So I changed it and flipped it around because a lot of people were stealing my shit, which is really weird. But, um, since, uh, Samantha, hey Samantha, I liked your email. So I came back so quick, it was nice. But my cash app is dollar sign queen vent, Q U E. E-N-V-E-N-T. And um, again, I would tell you, you guys can email me at ventqueen87 at gmail.com. Um, so you said you like my reading, girl. Yeah, because it'd be some toxic stuff. So let me continue to read Generational Curses, Victim of Myself. Um, yeah, so like, enjoy. Okay relax and um try not to suck in all this uh toxicity <laughs> that's even a word all right where we left off at um tanya had um made her daughter Kalina get cleaned up so she can uh, get with the uh, perk sick ass right so, I'm going to start off from the last section. All right. Kalina went and washed up like Tanya told her. She put on a short black robe with nothing underneath. Kalina stared at herself in her bedroom mirror before walking into her personal hell. She walked slowly to her mother's room, holding back tears. When she got inside, Perk was naked with a blunt in his mouth, rubbing his huge 11-inch dick. Tanya was sitting in a chair with a blank face. Damn, you looking nice and right. Drop that roll 15 and lay down next to a king, Perk said, licking his crusty lips. Tanya, you make sure you watch the show. Kalina dropped her robe and walked closer. Perk stood up and slammed her face down on the king-sized bed. You finna get all this dick, baby girl. You better be worth it. Just breathe. This is for a good cause. Mama need them bills paid. You like living lavish, don't you? Oh, wait. You're not living lavish. Tanya is living in a fantasy world while hell consumes you. You need to kill that bitch or at least burn the house down. This is not a bad dream. Damn his breath stink. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Countdown. Kalina recited her poems in her mind as her body got pounded by the drums. It felt like rain was pouring on the back, on her back from his sweat. Her soul felt like it was getting split in two pieces. She closed her eyes and let the darkness surround her. She was trying to drown out the pain. Could he hear her screams or were they only in her head? Blood Clouds by Kalina Waters Blood clouds, why have you formed over me? You're not even that pretty, dripping red all over me. 
Is this blood or rust? I just cannot see. You always form when they run inside of me. Stop trying to distract me and just let me be. Blood clouds. That red rain got me freaking out now. Stop the rain, please. It is burning my skin now. It looks just like fire when the rain comes down. Blood clouds. You could go away now. They have ran away. You can turn away now. Tanya stared down at Kalina, full of sadness. Tanya left the room last night when Perk was with Kalina. She could not bear the screaming and crying. For a split second, she wanted to pull him off her baby girl. He liked the pain he caused. Once he got done with Kalina, he carried her to her room. He threw her damn near lifeless body on her bed. Perk dropped a stack of bills on the floor and walked out. Tanya ran to her room and snatched the blood and cum stained sheets off her bed. She screamed at the top of her lungs in agony. Her demons were always hungry. She started having flashbacks of the many men that violated her. She questioned why she let it happen. Tanya cried beside Kalina's bed until the early morning. She wiped the blood off of Kalina and covered her up. She walked back and forth. She prayed that Kalina wouldn't wake up. She she didn't want to put her through the pain again. She cried from the bottom of her soul, wishing her own little sister were there to hold her. Hating herself for repeating a deadly cycle, her demons were satisfied for now. She snapped herself back into reality before shaking Kalina awake. She turned her heart off and her money mind on. Wake your funky ass up before you be late for that, bitch. I'm going to drop you off. Only because you made me some money. FYI, if you ever overtalk me again in front of my clients, I will beat that ass. Like I did when you were young. You are 15 if I say you are. You better not tell that bitch. None of our business either. They will take Ayana and throw her into a home. Now get dressed, hoe. Watch that stale pussy. I will be outside waiting. Tanya walked out Kalina's room, humming. Kalina got up and went in her bathroom to stare at the mirror. She really didn't hear a word Tanya said. Her body was aching all over. She passed out towards the end. So not much was remembered. Kalina popped an aspirin to ease the pain. She grabbed the Epsom salt, vinegar, and her favorite bubble bath and started the water. As the water ran, she cried and screamed in her hands. She would have committed suicide if not for Ayana. She hated that her body was given to random men. Cut that out. You allow this shit to go on. You can stop this mess at any given time. Get that hole locked up. I put her underneath the ground. Pop some more pills and take a long dirt nap. Kill her or kill yourself. We both know you're not going to woman up. Wash up and tell that therapist the truth. Kalina stepped into the steamy water, hoping to wash away the pain. The water soothed the outside pain, but the inside was still aching. She sat in the tub for 30 minutes, not giving a damn about Tanya waiting outside. When she finally got out and dried off, she put her black and blue sundress on with flip-flops. She grabbed her purse and poetry book, then she ran downstairs. Tanya was sitting in the kitchen drinking a grape soda. Thought she was going away in the car.
Cleaning said, grabbing a Coke out of the refrigerator. You thought wrong. I knew you would be up there crying, staring in the mirror. So I did your job. I put Ayana in the shower, and I got her cute. I just dropped her off to Miss Johnson's house to play with Nina. I got errands to run today. Come on. Let me hurry and drop you off. Tanya said, walking towards the door. For a split second, she had the urge to tell Kalina she was beautiful. She changed her mind and continued out the door. The trip to the therapist's office was quiet. Tanya was humming, we are the world. Kalina wanted to write in her poetry book. She did not want Tanya to see her writings. The doctor's office was in Brentwood. It seemed like an eternity to get there. When they pulled up, Kalina tried to jump out the car quick, but Tanya grabbed her arm. Swing on her, girl, swing. You let her do anything and everything to you. I got to take a break from talking to your punk ass. Look, don't forget what I said up not telling our business, okay? Also, you will need to catch the Metro link afterwards. I got errands to run, like I said. Okay, get your ass out. Cleta waited until Tanya pulled off before walking into the building. Dr. Smith's office was located on the fourth floor, room 402. Her receptionist smiled when Kalina walked in. Hello, Miss Kalina. Looking beautiful as always. So happy to see you, young lady. Dr. Smith is waiting for you. Let me tell her you are here, Michelle said cheerfully. Michelle was always pleasant. She loved seeing Kalina walk through the door. She knew baby girl had a very bright future. She is ready for you. Just walk on in. See you in a bit, Michelle said, smiling. Renee. Who the hell knocking at my damn door? Renee screamed. It's me, mama. Open up, please. Tanya said. Why? You got my money, little girl? Renee said, looking through the peephole. Yeah, I got it, Tanya said. Renee opened the door with her hand out. Well, I guess it's good to see you, even though you're not my favorite daughter, Renee said with attitude. Tanya handed her $500 before being allowed to come in. Just 500 Girl, you ain't doing something right. I made a killing off of you. Renee said, stuffing the bills in her bra. Yeah, and I'm still here paying you, Tanya said, rolling her eyes. Renee slapped the shit out of Tanya, knocking her to the floor. Stay in your place. I am still your mama, bitch. You would have been broken without if it was not for me. Sex sales, remember that. Get off my floor and come in the living room. Renee said, walking away. Tanya got up off the floor, holding her face. She staggered to the living room, moaning softly. Tanya felt like a little girl with her mother. Tanya sat on the couch opposite of her mom. That's right, sit the fuck down, little girl, Renee said, reaching for her half-smoked joint in the ashtray. Tell me, why my money low this week? Stop that moaning and groaning. You used to be hit all the damn time. Mom, I just had a rough week, clean the work, and I've just been busy, Tanya said, sobbing. I just don't know how long I can keep doing this. Excuses don't pay rent. When you were little, you chose to sleep with my husband. You was born for this, Renee said, taking a hit of her joint. He was molesting me since I was two, Mom. You started making him pay you for my services when you found out. You sold me to a damn pedophile down the way. Made me have a demon child whom you refused to keep. 
when you promised you would, Mama. I am not as evil as you. Tanya said, barely getting the words out. You never did, Denise, like me. She was lucky enough to have her father take her away. She didn't have to live up under this fucked up roof. Renee stood up and walked over to Tanya. She held her smoke in and blew it in Tanya's face. She pulled Tanya up off the couch. Renee gripped her by the neckline. You love bringing your little sister in this. I gave her to her father. She was not Chuck's child. Chuck let his friend fuck me from time to time. I messed up and got pregnant by Anthony. I was married to Chuck. It was only right. Denise went with her father. Wait, why am I explaining shit to you? Bitch, this is called surviving. Men like little girls. Chuck paid good money for you. Mr. Jim paid good money for you. Your second grade teacher paid good money for you. You have Ayana at home. Unlimited possibilities. You have your little demon child, Kalina. You must don't hate her that much. I would have had kept her and made a pretty penny. Your damn sister would never leave my house. She toted Kalina around everywhere. She refused to leave that baby alone. My customers was getting antsy. I had to get them out of my house. My money was getting funny. Kalina looks just like Mr. Jim. He liked you from jump. You were so cute with that baby face. He had to have you. I made that nigga pay. You got a house, don't you? You had money in the bank. You would still have money if his funky wife didn't kill him. She found out with that. Ooh, she found him with that five-year-old grandson. I guess little girls was not enough. You need to get out of your feelings. I told you I got a few old men that want you now. Matter of fact, <laughs> someone is waiting for you upstairs. Go get the rest of my money. Then will we get some men for Kalina? Tanya knew not to respond to her mother, especially she was in close range. She was in fear of getting a beat down. Renee had a mean right hook for an older woman. Tanya slowly pulled away from her mother's grip. She turned and walked towards the stairs. Renee was close behind her. She didn't want to imagine who could be waiting for her. Every man her mama sold her to would dirty, nasty old dogs. Renee hit Tanya on the butt and sent her upstairs. Waiting for her was a 65-year-old white man, butt-naked and ready to play. Tanya ascended the stairs slowly. She knew the only reason Renee was torturing her was because Chuck died on top of her seven-year-old body. Renee thought it was from too much sex. She blamed Tanya for letting him come to her room like she had a choice in the matter. He barely ever touched Renee after a while. Renee had a deep hatred and jealousy for her own daughter. Renee had no idea Chuck died from another reason. Tanya was tired of being abused. She made Chuck a drink laced with rat poison. Chuck used to visit Tanya's bed at least four times a week. He always asked for a drink before the encounter. The last drink took him to his resting place. Tanya tried to clear her mind. She reached in her bra and pulled out her bag of pills. It was mixed with molly, ecstasy, and a variety of prescription medications. She popped two pills to ease her emotions. She was just hoping they kicked in quick. She turned around for a second to see her mother grinning at the bottom of the stairs.
you know, um, I'm just going to stop for a second. I'm going to continue. But y'all understand when I say generational curses, it's just a constant repeat of hurt and pain. You know, Tanya doing the same thing to her daughter that her mama did to her, that nine times out of ten the grandmother did to the mama. All of that can steam from jealousy, envy, and actually with plain as weakness from people not wanting to stand up for what's right. Protect your children. Boys, girls, protect them. The boogeyman is real. He's not that fictional character we see in movies. He is a family member. He is a close friend. He is a teacher. He he or she, because it's, it's female boogeymen as well, or boogie women, whatever you want to call them. It's real. It'd be a lot of stuff. And I was raised in a place where it was... What goes on in here stays in here, you know. What happens in our house stays in our house type shit. And that shouldn't even be like that. A child, and even an adult, should not be afraid to speak up. It's okay to say no. It's okay to go tell, snitch, whatever. Because you have to protect your sanity, you know. It is just so much sickness in this world. And I feel like... We have decided to step out of our own reality and move over into this social media, AI world and shit, right? We invest ourselves in other people's lives. We worried about shit that really doesn't matter. You spend your life trying to see who's going to be canceled. None of that shit is real. You know that. The shit that you see on the internet, none of that's real. Cancellation, none of that's real. Can't nobody cancel nobody. Y'all just not powerful enough. There is too much shit going on in this world to be worrying about the little thing. You need to see what's going on in your immediate household. Pay attention. Pay attention to your friends and family. Yes. Don't ignore shit. I'm going to tell you a story real quick that disturbed me. And I had to quit talking to this girl because I think she. One day, I used to be uh, friends with this girl. And she was friends with another young lady. She had, um, so one day she was telling me about the girl. So she says to me, yeah, I quit messing with such and such girl. Cause why was her boyfriend molesting her kids? And she told me, so I'm looking at her and I'm like, did you report it? Who is it? She ain't want to like get in detail. Cause she's calling the girl by her nickname. I said, who is it? You ain't saying that? Girl, that is not my business. I'm just going to mind my beat. I said, what the fuck is you talking about? The girl confided in you? And you not going to fucking tell? Are you fucking sick? Who? Bitch, who is it? Who is it? Because if you won't say nothing, I'm saying. She's like, oh my God, you being dramatic. That don't got nothing to do with us. Mind your bitch. Bitch, them You are just as evil as the man that is touching them, baby, you are just as fucked up as the mo- all you sick motherfuckers are evil because you won't open your damn mouth. I had to cut her off because she started telling me shit. When I started seeing her, who she was, I'm thankful to the most high that I was not invested in this friendship. We did not know each other that much because it was a lot of red flags with her. But when she started telling me shit, shit that she was seeing and she didn't say anything, I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, anyway, I'm not saying I, I believe karma is real, but I don't believe nobody deserves shit that happens. Peep this. I ran into another girl that I know and she told me that 
one of her children, the one who told me this story, something happened to them. But the friend that told me said that she reported and I told her thank you for that because I would have, you know what I'm saying? If you sit and buy and a motherfucker telling you something and you don't report it, you just as evil and wicked as that person. You an accessory in my book. Stop being afraid because you don't want nothing to happen to your babies at these schools. I went to school and the teachers were fucking the students. Do you understand that? Hell, my little pretty ass, I used to have teachers be trying to get up on me. I was already smart. You can't offer me shit, but honey, my mouth run miles a minute. I always told my mommy, ain't no way. Ain't no way. What you, you want a baby for? I used to have men when I was younger, and I'd be outside, and they were trying to offer me some money. You want to touch it? I'm dead ass. Okay? I can tell y'all some stories. Um... I can tell y'all a lot of stories, actually. <sighs> they just run up my blood pressure. Um, listen, just be mindful. Be respectful. Pay attention to your surroundings. Stop being in this la-la. Work the fuck off the internet. Take a break sometimes. Social media is not your life, okay? It's not your life. You got your own. You got your fucking own. I have been telling y'all this. If you listen to my podcast, I try to tell you to love yourself. Don't tell everybody your business. Get them fucking wicked ass people out your life. Do you so you can enjoy your life. Don't let nobody shape your personality because you bought something. You the shit. Damn. Know this. You have to know this. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I can't be like, hey, hey, you the shit. Because if you don't believe it. It don't matter. You got to believe that you you wear it the fuck you want to. You wear your hair like you want to. You date who the fuck you want to. Call yourself what you want to call yourself. Don't nobody give a damn. You should be the only one that matter. Love you. You can't love nobody. can't protect nobody if you scary. If you hate yourself. If you trip about what the next motherfucker say. You're not going to be them bitches online. Because why would you want to be? You don't know what the hell them people doing behind the scenes. You understand? But you know what the fuck you're doing. Get you together because you are worth it. Hands up, hands down. You are worth it. Don't let no motherfucking body tell you who you are. And I'm going to keep dwelling that shit up in you. I'm going to keep putting that in your mind because you are worthy. Hello. Hello. You worthy, bitch. But what, what more motivation do you need? When you want something, you get it. If you at your job, you want that promotion, bitch, get it. Don't tell everybody your business. Strive to be the best because you are the motherfucker. There ain't nobody like you. Do you understand that? There ain't near another in this motherfucker like you. Say it one more time. Ain't near motherfucker in this world like me. Everybody say, well, people got doppelgangers. Even if you got a doppelganger, the motherfucker may look like you, but that's not you because you an original. You original, baby. I know I'm original because hoes be trying to copy off of me every time when I change my her outfits. Who? When a bitch hating on you, better know it, honey. Plenty of haters. <laughs> yes, honey. I had somebody tell me, oh, I'll just see your pocket. I don't like your pocket. I said, thank you. Thank you. Because you want this motherfucker I got to worry about. I don't give a damn if I have one listener, thousand listeners. It's just that one they'll be trying to get to because you got to know that you some baddie, you know? 
Yeah, I don't went off on a tangent. Ends, and ends, ends. Look, just um, love yourself. I was gonna read some more, but oh, uh, I'll read some more in a couple of days. Um, if you wanna skip ahead, you can always go on Kindle and get the book. Generational curses, victim of myself, cause baby girl be writing. I have several books. Okay, so enjoy. Um, I love you guys. This has been Queen Queen Vents, and again, my cash app is just Queen Vent because I didn't have to change it because it's always a hater trying to do you. All right, I'm out. <laughs>